Well, welcome, welcome. Um, it's been a long time to get here. This is Sex on the Rocks podcast, and this is Tiffany, and I have my co-host Q. Say we, hello. We can we can do we can go like that. Yeah, this is Q, uh, <laughs> better known as Quentin, but the world also calls me Q, so that's totally fine as well. The way he spells his name is ridiculous. Because it's spelled the right way? No, it's spelled the most ridiculous way I've ever seen in my life. It's spelled So right I call him Q, you know, but he prefers Quentin. There it's actually go. T-I-N, not T-O-N. Or E. No <sighs> Who spells e, Quentin no with the E? You'd be surprised. I mean, it sounds like <laughs> Q-U-E-N-T-O-N. It's crazy. <sighs> All right. Well, let's get down to business. Um, so this I'm Tiffany. You guys know me from my old podcast, Intellectual Freaks, um, which is, you know, no longer in production right now. Um, I just want to clear up the air about a few things before I go any further, because this is a new podcast. Um, it's going to be similar to Intellectual Freaks, but I wanted to reach a more mature, older um, kind of audience. So um, we have a lot of things in store for you. Um, but I know it's going to be a lot of y'all motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, emailing me and shit, all up in my DMs and shit, asking about my old podcast and my old co-hosts. Um, let me just go ahead and say that <clears throat> I wish T... Nothing but the best. Um, we're not on the best of terms right now. And hopefully that'll change in the future. But I'm as cordial as I can be. I hope he is the same. And we're both moving on. And I wish him nothing but good fortune in the future. And that's what I'm going to say about that. Need a napkin? <laughs> a napkin? Need a tissue? Oh, for tears? Yeah. Kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to just jump in and say, hey, I mean, I am not just a replacement for, for your mans. Uh, I approached Tiff on on some humble shit of when we used to work together. Uh, we'll talk about how we met each other later on. But I'm, I'm pretty much here for the exact opposite of Tiffany. She says she wants that older, mature. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the bullshit. I'm, I'm here to, to, to level that out. Cause you see, you see how high I said, "Diddy Tiffany." I, I have oh to bring gosh. it down. Listen, if there's anybody who's talking shit or whatever on here, <laughs> I guarantee it's gonna be me. A lot of y'all already know me. Y'all know how I talk. Y'all know how I get down. So I don't know. We'll see. Cause this is all a learning process. Me and Q, we've known each other not very long. About three months. About three months. Okay. So, you know, girls, you know how niggas be, you know, they'd be cool in the beginning and then later on, they just be like fucking devils. So, mm, I mean, this about. is different. This is business. So we'll see. Um, but you guys know that I'm a, I have my day job, you know, where I just sit and stare at a computer all day and mix stuff. Um, and then I have my side hustle, which, you know, I'm a bartender. So <clears throat> that's actually where me and Q met. Um, I was bartending somewhere and he used to bartend there and then he moved on to bigger and better things. Oh, yeah. He decided to grace us with his presence. One time. One time. <laughs> and <laughs> that's pretty much just how we met, just talking, kicking it or whatever. Not kicking it, but, you know, talking at work. And listen, I see your face. I'm talking to the engineer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Once we get video, you'll be able to see all this, which I plan to do later on. Um, so... You, 
How long have you been bartending? (sighs) I've been bartending since what? uh, Mid-2013. I actually went to school for bartending. I know that's a lot of people frown upon or laugh at that uh, because I went to school for it. A lot of people just learn on the fly or learn on the cuff. And you guys can tell that he went to school for bartending because he has like this little kit that he brings with him. He wears like the little uh, bow ties, like oh, with the no. church shirts. He's just, he's real legit. Sorry. First of all, first of all, <laughs> we're not even going to get into that because when you when you are experienced and as seasoned as I am. Oh, seasoned. See, okay. there you go. Mm-hmm. You learn that every club does not have all the necessary equipment. That's true. Especially these ghetto ass, wretched exactly. ass fucking and clubs I've we be at. In, I've worked in every black club you can think of in Raleigh. So... I don't want to hear none of that. So I get a lot of questions about, you know, girls, mostly, yeah, girls who wants to bartend or whatever. Oh, you know, I really want to do it like full time or I really want to, you know, have my own bartending company and stuff like that. And um, how much money do you make? Which is such a personal question. I mean, like, I don't mind asking but I'm, a, I'm rude as, you don't know, Don't ask sometimes. me how much money I make. Don't, don't worry about bartending. it. Bartending. People who are, like, interested in bartending, though. Look, for me, bartending is it's not it's not a money cash cow kind of thing. Now, you can definitely make a lot of money doing it, but it was something I just thought was fascinating. It was dope to me, so I started doing it. Okay. Now, see, for me, it kind of changes because... I've bartended in other places in um, besides because, you know, we're we're recording live right now from Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, But I'm from Jersey and I bartended at a strip club in Jersey. I bartended in Vegas. So the money is definitely different depending on where you are. Vegas, hands down, I made the most money ever bartending. And the second to that was the place I used to work at in Jersey, which was a strip club. But, you know. Titties was out, ass was out. Vegas, not so much. It's very much more professional, believe it or not. Um, so I think it just really depends on where you're at. I know some bartenders who don't, like, they work. They don't have regular jobs. They just bartend yeah, I've done a that few for times a, a week. So, And, I mean, you get <clears throat> sucked up into the lifestyle, I think, because that's why I couldn't do it full time because, like, I have a kid at home. Like, you know, bartenders, sometimes we be drinking at work. You might leave work and drink some mo. Like you're always kind of like in the party scene. It's just kind of you never know who you're gonna see. Old people you might have knew back in the day. <laughs> Old people you might have done crazy things with back in the day that you done forgot about. It's a, it's a lot of things that comes with bartending. Absolutely. Like I, yeah, like I said, I, it was something that I thought was fascinating, and I did it while I was in undergrad. So that was an even more crazier environment for me because I was also in the college party and lifestyle and then I'm on a grown and sexy out of college lifestyle because I'm I'm dealing with people that's yeah I'm doing the college parties but then I'm also doing the out of college graduated or even older so I'm I'm seeing all kinds of things meeting all kinds of different people so which means that he was fucking you know college <laughs> girls and he was fucking grown women so you know at that time you're a changed man now right Tiffany said that <laughs> <laughs> it's completely true. 
Um, what you guys can get from this podcast, because we are bartenders, we're going to have drinks of the week. We're going to teach you guys proper bar etiquette because a lot of y'all motherfuckers get on my fucking nerves coming up to the bar. Don't know what you want. What's good? Don't know how to order. Yes, don't know sweet. how to tip. <laughs> <laughs> but we're actually going to go into that. I want to do an episode on the history of tipping. Um, I want to be as informative as possible. But um, yeah, it's a lot of things to look forward to. Um, also, I have an agenda called Proper Pussy Management Ladies. So, you <laughs> should see Q's face. Um, I will be going more into depth on there. I might have my own little group, you know, like on Facebook or something. And it's just about, you know, <clears throat> I feel like the value of vagina has went down severely where guys feel like they don't have to take you out on dates. They don't have to do this. They don't have to do that. And they think that you're just going to fuck them. And a lot of y'all women been letting them do that shit. So we need to get the power back in the pussy because (laughs) it is just a disgrace. The things that I'm seeing. Okay. And I have a quote that I've learned from a girl that I follow. Her name is Passport Cuddy. And, you know, I, I'm not saying, like, you know, you should be on, like, some some gold digger shit. But, like, men are supposed to be providers. And I feel like if you're having sex, sex with this man and anything happens, you know, you get pregnant or whatever the case may be. If that nigga can't even go half with you, like, on an abortion or half with you on some, some doctor business or some shit like that. <laughs> like, don't fucking. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And then, like, I, like, I can't. So I'm just I'm just as a woman, I don't consider myself a feminist, but I do consider myself, you know, uh, an an ally because and we'll go into the whole feminist thing because I don't really want to be equal. I don't want to do manual labor. Um, So that's why I don't believe in being a feminist. So I know I'm probably gonna get some flack for that shit, but I don't care. I don't want to like fucking take out the garbage. I don't want to work like driving trucks and shit like I, that's just me some some women want to but i do not which is why i don't consider myself a feminist but i also believe you know in in the divine feminism culture um and i also believe that you know women need to start taking their man back there i'm sorry women need to start taking their power back and men need to start being men Okay, but we're not going to go into that this episode. I'm, what? I'm, just, I'm just sitting back. I'm just, I'm ready to go. I'm you ready, ready to go? go. We're going to go. We're going to go into that. Um, so this episode is like a pilot. Um, just kind of throwing it out there, seeing what you guys think. <clears throat> I'm so sorry that I'm hoarse because I had a long fucking night last night. I don't think it was that bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Listen, this might be TMI. And I'm like a classy bitch. So like... I was fucking throwing up, guys, on the side of the road. That's I have crazy. not thrown up since college. Like, I'm a grown-ass woman. Why are you throwing up? Because I think somebody, um, <clears throat> I don't know, somebody, you know, was peer pressuring me last night, somebody that I'm looking at in the studio right now. What you mean peer pressure? Who knows? Can't I get don't pre- know. You are too old. You can get, get peer, peer pressured. Pressure. Are you serious? I'm so serious. You can't get peer pressured? Not no more. Listen. Last time I was peer pressured, I was probably seven. So you never been with your friends and y'all been like, you know, they've been drinking and dabbling, whatever. And you were like, no, I'm cool. And they were like, nah, do it, do it, do exactly. it. Exactly. I'm I'm cool. 
I'm cool. I'm and you girl. didn't, you didn't, you didn't like do it. No. I mean, I wanted to do it, but exactly. you know, so whatever. You, like, so you did not get peer pressure. Don't put this on somebody else. You made this decision. You wanted to go have fun. You wanted to get fucked up. You did it. No, That's I didn't want to get fucked up. I wanted to chill, but like I couldn't like, you know, chill like how I wanted to. It was, it was tragic. It was so bad. I haven't had a night like that in a long time. No. But <laughs> get back to what I was saying. Proper pussy management, ladies. PPM. Um, I think I want to get some t-shirts and shit made for it. I don't know. Just look out for it. And <laughs> well, since she's teaching y'all how to manage the pussies, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna teach the young men out here how to make sure that they disperse the dick accordingly. Oh, okay. Okay. Because Proper I got I got disbursement. No, no, no. Oh, just, just disbursement and and do it accordingly. That's it. Responsible period. dick disbursement. That's that's that's. Like hey, okay. Because I like I've that. gotten myself into to quite a quite a few jams. I mean, did you? Uh, oh, tell us. Tell us what happened last weekend. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she just gonna put me on this. this I told you this in in. Oh, no, we were talking about it. Oh man, see no. You could be vague. See, T- Tiffany just want to put me out on the spot, oh. but I had a I had a friend. You know, I had a friend <laughs> that went to a function, and and at that function, he shared a lot of experiences with a lot of people who were there. Okay. And we, that was that. So speak close into the microphone. Um, I don't get what you're saying. What I'm saying is, we want to know the young man that I was speaking to, right? He told me that when he went to a certain function, uh-huh. there were a lot of people there that he 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 shared experiences with, like fucking. You could say that. Oh, my gosh. So a young man <clears throat> went to a function. What kind of function? A classy one. Okay. One that you wear like a certain tie, jacket. So too. like a black tie function mm-hmm. and had relations with a lot of people there. Yeah. And it was kind of <sighs> awkward for him, I guess. I don't know. That's some hoe shit. I that- swear to goodness. Now, how's that some hoe shit? Listen, listen, listen. That's some hoe shit. A, a function and you've slept with like uh, maybe like 5% of people that was there. So you saying that you've never been in some way? No, two- I've never. So two people never ran across? Well, I was on a date one time, you oh, know, okay. and I ran into my ex. So my, he was like stalking me. That's a whole nother different story. So he wanted to run into me, but that was it. I can honestly say I've never been in the room where I've slept with two random guys. I've talked to guys, you know, in the same room, but nah, not slept with. Why? Because of PPM. Okay? All right. So The only way you can teach is through experience. (laughs) I can teach through experience because I ain't doing that shit. And I see other people who do. No, lady, you gotta, you know, you gotta spread your men out. You can't deal with too many guys from the same city. Like, yes, ladies, keep um. I got you. Oh, she really just on know a, that. a passport cutting now. Talking <laughs> huh? about the cities and everything. She really on a passport. Oh, I'm just saying. Now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. All right. So um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into current events. Um, so <clears throat> you had said that there was girls selling weed at the church entrepreneur event. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't hear about that this week? No. Man. So, see, all right. So it was a, a church in, uh, I want to say Georgia. Uh, let me let me make sure. Yeah, it was in Georgia. It was in uh Savannah, Savannah, Georgia. They had an entrepreneur like event. Said uh, if you own your own business, 
come out. You can set up a table. If you're trying to own your own business, you should maybe come out and learn, things like that. Okay. And it was two girls that was, I guess they got a, a table at the event because they were entrepreneurs, obviously. And all week long, they were advertising their event or okay. their table. And come to find out on that day. Wait, so what were they selling at the table? I'm telling you. Oh, okay, come to okay. find out on that day, they had the brownies on deck. The what? The brown, the brownies, the gummies, the rice krispie the treats, edibles? the edibles on deck at a church function. At a church wow. entrepreneur, all Yo, week they, long. They're super bold, actually. All week That's long, they were saying, "Come shit. meet us, come meet us here, come meet us there." <gasps> at the church? Yes, they at said they Jesus had the, house? the cookies and everything out on the table. Now, oh my gosh! They said one of the people <laughs> who came in, uh, I guess, to just learn about everything told the pastor and the pastor called the police and everything. Uh, one girl got arrested on the spot at the table. The other one tried to run. When they found the other girl in the car, in the car they had more edibles, a gun, and a whole <laughs> lot of movie. I'm like, they was really getting it out here. Yo, are you serious? At the where church where was this at, Georgia? This was in southern uh, Savannah, Georgia. Oh, I could have sworn it. This sounds like some Atlanta shit. No, I swear to goodness. No, man. Wow. Speaking Georgia. of edibles, though, I, I've done like edibles one time, and I had a horrible experience. That's what I hear. But that, y'all must have been doing something wrong. What, so what, you've never me? done it? I have. I, I, you've I, had a good experience. I got the butter on that. Huh? I got the butter on that. Butter. Yes. What's that? The butter. See, you just, you just <laughs> ate, you just ate somebody's edible. That's why you had no. a bad experience. <laughs> you just ate one that somebody gave you. You don't know what was in it. You don't know how they cooked no, it. No, I was in. No, I was on vacation, right? And it was like this little store, this little rinky dink store. So they had like bongs and all this stuff. And I was like, she was like, I got some more stuff in the back. And she like <laughs> winked at me. And I was like, okay, girl. So, you know, I walked back there, my naive ass. All I smelled was like fucking bud. So she's like, you know, I got this, I got this, I got this. And she was like, most people start out with the gummy bears, no gummy worms. Um, you know, just take one and you'll be good. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I took one. You took five. I was feeling shit. And five. we were about to go downtown. Actually, I took three. Thank you. I will never do that shit ever. Because you didn't follow the rules. Life. See, okay. So when I said I got the butt on that, I mean, I, when I I went to Nebraska one time. Oh, oh no. Where's where's, where's illegal Oklahoma? Nevada. Nevada. No, it's not Nevada. Colorado. Oh. I was in Colorado. Oh, I'm going to Denver soon. <laughs> wink, wink. I was in Colorado. Okay. That's when I that's when I did it when I was in Colorado. Okay. Not nowhere else outside of Colorado. Oh, okay. So, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I, I learned I, I learned how to cook it, and okay. you cook it in butter so that you you could put the butter in whatever ingredients you want to make. If that makes you sense. cook the weed into butter. I'm not going to tell people how to cook drugs, but oh, okay. I'm being vague. You cook it, and it goes in butter, and then you can use the butter, and you can spread it on your waffle. You could oh, put it in. You okay, could okay. you could put it in the cake batter, whatever. So you that's cook. how they be having like. That's how you infuse it. Chocolate cakes and stuff like yeah. that. How do mm-hmm. they put it in drinks then? Oh, see, that's that's some more scientific. That's so, okay. I ain't on that level. Do you know? I know you know. Talk to the <laughs> engineer guys. All right. Anyway, he going to. But anyway, really? okay. Yeah. So, so I made it, and I made it for a group of my friends. It was, it was. I think uh, somebody had graduated. Okay. And I made it for everybody. I said, "Look, y'all, I, I I measured it down to a T. I'm so scientific with the shit. I wrapped each one in saran wrap. I said, "Look, y'all, only eat two brownies. Only eat two. Mm. Mm. 
I I'm yeah, not a smoker. I'll, I'll indulge just every now and again just to have fun or whatever. I'm not a smoker. I'm definitely a drinker. I go smoke, take a nap, maybe 25, <laughs> 35 minutes. Take a nap. Typical. Okay. I wake up. The whole platter of brownies is gone. Mind you, it's four people. <sighs> How many did a, you make? That, I made enough for like 10. <laughs> like, I made enough for like 10 people to each have two. Okay. I wake up, gone. Everything is gone. Oh my God. Talk really? about people. And mind you, none of these people smoke. Oh, none of these people no. smoke. So it's now, like me. I got people talking about, yo, I'm so high. And I'm like, you know, sometimes when people are talking about, yeah, I'm high, I'm, I'm fake busted. I'm all, they ain't really drunk. Yeah. But I can see it. Yeah, uh, the eyes are red. They moving slow. They don't know what's going on. Somebody keep on talking about, yo, did you hear that? Paranoid? Uh, yes, oh, the paranoia thought- was crazy. When I took, you know, those three or four gummy worms, I was like downtown and I felt like my feet like wasn't touching the ground. <laughs> I was like walking like real wide leg. And I thought that if I put my foot down, like if I slammed it, I was like going to fall into like an abyss. <laughs> like I didn't see a ground. All I saw was like, I felt like people were trying to like kidnap me. Like I was so paranoid. I was walking like I had freaking moon shoes, moon shoes on or something. My little sister, like she, she's, she, she be getting down. She was like, yo, what's wrong with you, yo? I was like, I don't know. These people are trying to get me. She was like, ain't nobody trying to get your high ass. You fucking high. I told you only take one. I was like, I couldn't feel nothing. And then she was like, you need to just drink some water and let's go back home. And I was like, no, I didn't pay all this money to come down here. You know what I mean? I ain't going to enjoy. So I made us, because I was driving, stay downtown. And it just got worse. Like, I was walking around, and people were, like, walking behind me. And I felt like somebody was going to, like, hijack me or something. Then I was drinking. And, like, when I get, like, too fucked up, my stomach starts hurting really bad. So I was, like, my stomach was hurting. I was trying to throw up. I was like, just out of it, looking around, bewildered. A cop stopped us and was like, is she okay? And my sister was like, uh, I think so. He was like, you know what? I'm going to take her, you know, won't we go somewhere and sit down or whatever so she can chill? Because he noticed I, was, I wasn't I was from there because he has to see my ID. Man, he took me to like a bathroom and I just remember waking up. The police up. took you to a bathroom? The, ba- the police took me up. Like, he was cool. I think he was low-key trying to holler. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, wow. Yeah, a little bit. Or whatever he was like just just you know put some water on your face whatever and just you know calm down and then we could see about getting you home <clears throat> and i was like okay all right by this time i'm like about to cry because i think i'm in trouble and so i went to the bathroom and locked the door and literally woke up like two hours later because people were banging on the bathroom oh. door it was so bad but i felt better and Mo- you know <laughs> more to the story is look if you don't do drugs don't do drugs. I'm just, I mean, you can, it's or nothing wrong with experimenting. Follow directions. When people say take one, <sighs> don't take five. Directions are for, you know, beginners. I wasn't a beginner, but it was my first time doing, you know, edibles. So next time I know not to take four gummy worms, right, just so take one I'm, or I'm, two. I'm going to let the world know and a, half. a little bit about me. <laughs> I used to be a teacher. So now, but I taught English. Okay. So that means Wait, that hold on. I, I taught English. Wait. The way Q like 
prepared for this show, guys, and like everything leading up to this, he is so teachery. Like I have a fucking thesis um, right here on the show. Like everything he sends is like grammatically correct. Like er- like even his text messages, like the emails. Who it's just like I feel. Shorthand? I do. The fuck. <laughs> like I back to what I was saying. I taught English, meaning that. He's Math is not fuck. my strong shot. I know I count my money, and that's about it. Don't ask me to do no X, Y, Z equations. But okay. now, when Tiffany just said, I'm not a beginner, but this is my first time. <laughs> now, now explain to me what you mean. I'm not a beginner, but this is my first time. It means that I've been around niggas that smoke. <laughs> like, I've been around that shit. I've caught contact. Oh, so you observe. I observe. I'm not a smoker. <laughs> I can't do that for my my um my career, whatever, because they do random drug tests. So, but, you know, I'm going to take a few, you know what I'm saying? Like we heads or whatever, you know, got some in the family, got a little bit more of that in the family. Um, and I, like, I've been around it. So, so should, I know how you're supposed to, you know, it's supposed to mellow you out and chill. So you was the girl that was like, I'm hold this, like ash this for me and pass it back to him. You ain't never take it. Back. <laughs> no, that was, that's what I am not a fucking no. He I'm said, he said sweetie, sweetie, ash that out for me real quick while I go do. No, this. like, can you roll this? I know how to roll. Well, I did. You know, I don't, I don't date guys like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But I used to roll, you know, something like that. But not like I just didn't smoke the shit. But I've been around it. I've been guys who did it, guys who sold it, sold it. Do you guys sell? Yeah, there is a couple of guys Definitely. who still sell weed. Speaking speaking of selling weed, uh, the dime trap just came out. The what? The dime trap. The ti. Uh, I guess. Oh. Addition to the Nick that came out, the EP he did this week. That came wait, out wait. This week. So he has two albums out? No, he got one album out right now. The Nick was like a little EP he put out like two years ago, and he'd been promising this tenth album uh, called the Dime Trap. Oh. And that okay. just came out this week. Did you listen to it? I did. And I listened to that that song that she was telling me about. Oh, Mr. the Mr. Mr. The amazing Mr. Fuck Up. You are terrible. <laughs> we got to get you out of this He-Man Women Hating Club. Who? You. Me? Yes. Oh, my gosh. First off. Why is that your favorite song? It's not my favorite song. I didn't listen to it. I thought I you said you did. No, I didn't listen to the whole. What? Why would I listen to a whole T.I. album? No, I'm I talking about that song. I do need some new workout songs, so I might listen to it. But... No, the first song that popped up on Tidal, because I've, you know, I'm a Tidal subscriber, um, is the first thing that popped up, like new music. And I like T.I. So I was like, all right, let me listen to this, the amazing, the amazing Mr. Fuck Up. And I liked it, but literally, we, he just was talking about like cheating on his wife. Right. And I feel like you're just in love with that right now. No, I'm not in love with it. You know what? I might start a segment called, you know, in men are trash news this week. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You just want. No, here's the thing. I love, I'm single, right? I'm single. I'm practicing abstinence. You know, like I haven't had sex in a while. I have, oh my God, I haven't sucked dick in like forever. I don't even know if I still know how to suck dick. But anyway, like I'm not doing shit. So I'm not sending nudes. I'm not getting nudes. Well, I might actually get a few nudes because I'm not going to waste my time, you know, on some little dicks that I find out is little later on and I'm going to be heartbroken. And it's, yeah. Anyway, besides that. Um, <laughs> y'all, I, y'all know when people say they ask and I mean, they're just not getting up. No. Oh, listen. They, they, ain't nobody hitting them up saying you up. Phone is lit. How you DMs are lit. Okay. Emails are lit. Uh, Facebook messenger is lit. Um, my old phone is lit. 
Trust me, I can get it anytime I want to. So what's the purpose of this abstinence? The abstinence is just me because I hate casual sex. What? The best. Casual? What's wrong with that? Says the nigga that's damn near married. Okay. Yep. Um, Casual sex to me is... I'm a Virgo, like I'm real emotional. I need to like have a connection with somebody. Like if I don't like the dude that I'm supposedly going to have sex with, like my pussy don't even get wet. It'd be like a fucking Sahara desert. Like I, I have to have a mental, like I have to have a mental connection with someone or else the sex is whack. Which is true, but. So I don't like casual sex. That doesn't mean you can't like know the person that you're having casual sex with. No, you can know them, but what are we doing? Chilling. You no, we're not chilling. See, this is the problem. This goes back into PPM. Why am I just fucking these guys or fucking this guy, whatever? It's not going anywhere. I can be saving this pussy for, you know, someone who's worth it. So I'm not saying I'm celibate because <laughs> can't do that. I'm just abstinent until I, you know, get into a situation hold on, hold on. and I feel like I want to give him some pussy. Now, so what's the difference between celibate and abstinence? Well, celibate means that you're waiting until marriage to have sex. And abstinence, you're just not. Abstinence, you're right just, now. you choose not to have sex at the moment, but you know, you may have sex later on. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> Speaking of sex, um, Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> My man's got Simpsons this week, man. They pulled everything. He looks so sad on his mugshot. Yeah. It was so many people on Facebook talking about, oh, that's fucked up. This, that, and the third. Da, 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 blah, 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 blah. And like, it I was don't the same get it. people. The same people talking about he needed to go to jail. The same people like, oh, man, like, I can't believe he's really going to jail now. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, first off, He's a nigga. <laughs> so, um, we already knew that he was not going to get away with this. All these women that came forward, um, I am a big, big, big advocate for, um, you know, people, men or women, because women are capable of rape as well. But that is something that I do not play about. So I don't care who it is. If you're out here, you know raping women and, you know, taking women against their will, getting them super intoxicated so you can take them home with them not being, you know, cognizant of what's going on and you taking advantage of them. That shit is not cool. So I feel like he could, he got what he deserved. And a lot of people were saying, oh, well, we're not upset that he's paying for his actions. We're upset because of all the other white males that have done the same thing or worse Definitely. has not for their actions which is true but we do live in america so for me <laughs> whether you know you're black white or whatever i don't care who it is you need to pay for that so i'm not going to sit here and say oh i'm mad that he's locked up or whatever first of all bill cosby didn't even give a fuck about none of y'all niggas like he yeah. was always talking about black people especially black men wearing their baggy jeans or this, that, and a third. He always had something derogatory or something negative to say. So, yeah. but y'all niggas to be caping for him like y'all are when he don't give a fuck about y'all. Exactly the same thing with Michael Jordan. To me, it's like, it's the most asinine shit I've ever seen. Look, if he did it, he did it. Definitely go to jail. But nobody wants to see the pudding man in jail. <laughs> 
Like, you know what? That's that's people, some people's childhood, man. Like, that's Heathcliff Huxtable. Yeah, he's Cliff Huxtable. Not, I mean, Bill Cosby is Cliff Huxtable, but Cliff Huxtable is a character. He is not a real person. I guess. Okay. All right. Now, I do, let's go into my little segment. I call this the fake feminist segment because, like I said, I don't consider myself a, a feminist, but, you know, I do believe in, you know, women's rights and all that stuff. So <clears throat> I wanted to talk about Serena Williams. Well, first off, Congratulations to Amber Rose for the fourth annual Slut Walk. Woo-woo! Okay. I saw a sign from there, and it was a guy. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to need to find out your name so, you know, I could like your picture or I could follow you or whatever. So it was a black dude, and he has this big-ass sign, and it says, Stop having sex with broke men. Oh, man. That spoke to me. That was a sermon in my life. You know what I'm saying? Why broke dudes can't have love too, man? Bro, bro, girls getting getting. Well, that's y'all problem. Y'all want to see these broke girls? girls. Can't get none. Huh? Why broke guys can't get none? No, absolutely not. Oh. If you are listen, listen, listen. You know, first off, I'm gonna say this right now. Especially, I'm gonna say this now because hopefully, all you niggas that's in my DMs right now knows this or or at least hears this. I don't fuck with cheap guys. I don't fuck with broke guys. I don't fuck with guys who have no ambition. I don't fuck with guys who are not respectful. Like I have a whole fucking list. If I feel like you are any of those, <laughs> you're going to get ignored. Like, you're going to get blocked. Maybe not blocked, but you're going to get ignored. So if you fall into any of those categories, um, if you, I have a lot of good looking friends. If you make any passes at my friends, it's a dub. Like, it's, it's, it's just a dub. But this is not about Tiffany's, you know, dating requirements. But I just want to say that sign just really spoke some you know, prayers and, and, and just light into oh, my no, life today. Smacking. Tiffany DMs right now. <laughs> no, but I've seen it. Uh, so congratulations, Amber Rose. Keep doing it. Um, I'm not sure if it's really changing any stereotypes. Oh no. 21 Savage made that joint dope last year. They broke up because of what now? What? Her hoish ways. Oh, whatever. We don't know why they broke up. Hey, anyway. The boy 21 said she cheated on me. I ain't fucking with her no more. He did not say that. Alone he said that? Not no specific words. But I'm going to look it up. You got to go. I'll look it up. Hey. Okay. And um, <clears throat> Serena Williams, I wanted to talk about her not being able to wear a bodysuit. Um, you know, this was around the time she lost the French. Is it the French Open? It was right before. Oh, she, right They before. wouldn't allow her to wear it. They wouldn't allow the French Open. And that's when she wore the tutu. Yep. <laughs> My bitch. I swear. <laughs> Um, I want to say that I do want to talk a lot. Um, we're not going to have time this show, but on a future show, I want to talk a lot about like body image because I think as you know, cause I'm a thick ass bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think your body can have negative connotations, especially when you're a curvier woman, you know, you have breasts, you got a little bit of ass, whatever. I think you can kind of set off the wrong message sometimes even when you're not trying to do that, it's always considered sexual. You know, I didn't ask for this body. You know, I work hard on it, but this is the body that I have. So it's kind of like, I think there's a lot of negative and just sexual connotations that comes along with your body type. So, you know, Serena, she got a lot of body. She got a lot of, you know, she got a lot of ass. She got a nice, you know, just everything else. So, 
I don't know if it's more or less a distraction while she's playing tennis, you know, going up and down that court, booty jiggling and shit. I don't even know because <laughs> they they allow, they allow her to wear them short ass little skirts so we can see the, the, the little cuff up under her joint. So I don't know but why. She has shorts on. I guess. I think it's more so. I, I did see on one headline where they said it was something about like a Black Panther suit. So they didn't see it as a <laughs> tennis where they said you got to respect. When I saw a headline, that said you got to respect the French Open. Like, what? respect? How is she disrespecting? Because she's wearing a black, all black bodysuit. Mm. Like, she's a mother. Maybe she's self-conscious about her body now. She don't just want to be showing it all out. She's a mother. Oh, maybe it's white people oppressing. You never know. I will know. <laughs> um, and what we have next is I'm going to let Q do sports because, you know, I don't give a fuck about none of that. But <laughs> there you go. I'm just, we got a couple highlights this week in sports. You got, you got the boy Vontae Davis who just walked off the field at halftime. He Ooh, said he, that sounds like he fine. Is he fine? <laughs> Let me look him up. Uh, is, is this basketball or? This is football. Football. Oh, I love football players. But no, he, he's more, he's a more older player. Uh, he just retired at halftime. He said he saw a hit that was just like, why the fuck am I out here still? Like, I, I don't need to be out here no more. He just dipped off, said I'm cool. A lot of people was giving him, a lot of people was giving him flack for it. Uh, Saying that he let the team down. Like, no, the fuck you didn't. He didn't let nobody down. He pretty much just said, look, I've been in this shit over 10 years. I made enough money. I did what I said I'm going to do. I'm not about to just risk my life or risk my body on one fucking play just so to make you motherfuckers happy. Like, I got kids at home. He probably got them. That's just crazy. A lot of people was giving him a lot of flack for that. Is this him? Uh, Yep, that's him. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she got a little thirsty. Uh-huh. Just my type. I like them chocolate. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, just, I'm going to move on. <laughs> Are we still talking about uh, the boy Le'Veon Bell? He still has not been Who? signed. Le'Veon Bell. He's a running back for the Steelers. They, they, he's not reported to Oh, is that yet. one of the be- Wait. He's one of the about- better ones. Uh, the Steelers is getting thrashed all year long, which I am. Oh, I I grew up a Steelers fan. With. That really hurts That's my heart. I don't heart. even like you like that. See, you know I'm from Baltimore. <laughs> you know I'm a Ravens fan all day. Oh, who cares? Yeah. Oh, he's fine too. Yeah, okay. Thirst trap, shorty. Maybe you all like right. this guy. Okay, so LeBron plays his first week. I love as LeBron. A his first game. Such a positive role model. We need more of LeBron's. Because <laughs> y'all niggas like, y'all need somebody to look up to. How is LeBron somebody look up to? Are you kidding me? LeBron I'm not. I'm not just, saying he's not. I'm just asking you how. What, uh, okay. What's, what's, I mean, I don't even do sports. So I know about LeBron. Do you know about sports life or just off, outside? I'm well. You know, I I can tell you. I, who's he play for now? Lakers. See, oh, look at oh, that. I got don't that right. Know. I got that right. No, LeBron is. You know, he just opened up a school and he's opening up several more. He's been with the same woman since high school. You never hear about his name and no fucking scandals. He, got a he married a black woman. Let me say that again. He married a black woman. Let me say that one more time. That's his high school sweetheart. He went to a black high school. And, okay. You know what? We're we're not going to go there this episode, but <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. Anyway, last but not least, the boy Josh Gordon got traded to the, to the uh, Patriots. And that that kind of leads us into our, our subject this week because it's more so he, he for a long time he battled with addiction. He was addicted to weed, so he says, and other kind of things like that. And that leads us into this week's topic, which is social media addiction, another form of addiction, which I think is a whole lot more uh, worse or bad than weed. 
social media is definitely a danger to society. Um, yeah, I can say that. Well, let me, so I guess Facebook had this, um, I don't know what happened. I just knew I woke up one day and, you know, I was checking it before I even got out of bed. Cause that's just what I do. And, um, <clears throat> I couldn't get in, like, I couldn't get in my app. I couldn't get in on the regular website. And like, I felt my life flashing before me because I couldn't get in my Facebook. I don't know my goddamn password. You know how long ago I did that shit? Like, I just keep my shit signed in on my phone. Nobody has my phone. Nobody has access to my phone. So I just keep that shit, you know, plugged in. And I couldn't get on. I couldn't get into my messenger. Um, I couldn't get on my newsfeed. Like, I couldn't do anything. And so I'm like, all right, I'm trying a few times to see because I, you know, I usually I have like five to go to passwords. <laughs> I know for me, I do. I use the same passwords for years for everything. So I'm like putting them in. That shit still ain't working. So then I'm like, OK, forgot password. Let me, you know, just go ahead and redo this. Nothing came to my email. When I tell you I was late for work, it was so bad. You was late. For I was work late for work trying that? to get into Facebook. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you try your Instagram? So... My you Instagram know... was fine. You know, you know Instagram. I don't Facebook... have my link. Oh, because I have grown people stuff on my Instagram, and I have family friendly stuff on my Facebook. My mama's on Facebook. My grandmother's on Facebook. <laughs> so I don't post the same shit. So I don't want them seeing. I don't want them getting it confused. So I just was. I was sick. I had to go to work. I couldn't have my phone while I was at work. I had to go on my lunch break, check my email. Like nothing came. I sent Facebook an email. I can't get into my account. It was a, it was hard. See, that's because you weren't paying attention on Facebook the last couple of weeks. You know, they said that over 90 million people had to do that. Really? Because of like some of, uh, with the ads and everything, they was tracking what you was doing and what you were watching. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they had yo. to reset everything. That's why people couldn't get in. That's why they had to do it. <clears throat> Have you ever had like on Facebook, whereas you would be like discussing something with someone and then like, it'll be like it'll an pop ad? Up. Yes. Pop up? It'll okay. be, I'll, I'll be on Facebook talking to somebody or I'll just be having a conversation. Like if we talk about buying a car right now and I go get in the car 20 minutes later from now and I look and they... Got it on my phone, which I think is crazy. The government is tracking us, y'all. Yeah, that is true. But, you know, nothing surprises me anymore, you know, in this great country that we call America. But, yeah, I was fucking locked out for four days. I did not get into my account until, like, Thursday night. And that's only because somebody responded to me on Facebook. And they said, oh, you never got the reset password link email? And I was like... No, bitch. That's why I'm emailing you. So she sent it to me, and then I finally was able to get in. That's when I knew I had a problem. Terrible. <laughs> so I think the social media addiction is definitely real. I'm literally married to my phone. Um, if I don't have my phone next to me, I start to get uneasy. And it's bad. So I'm trying to, what I do now is like, once I get in the bed, you know, I complete, I don't turn my phone off because, you know, I use it as an alarm, but I just keep it away from me while I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> you got to put it somewhere else. I, that's no, what I, like, I got to look at it. I charge my phone away from my bed oh. for two reasons, for two reasons. One, so I don't be on it all night. And two, so that when my alarm goes off in the morning, I got to get up to turn it off. <laughs> 
Yeah, that ain't gonna work for me. <laughs> um, nah, I need it right next to me. Just because I have so many things going on. You know, I got a, you know, a boo out of town, you know, maybe, who knows? Eh. Um, you know, I got to keep my phone next to me. So I need to, you know, pay attention to it. But I didn't like the way I was feeling when I couldn't get into it. I felt like my whole fucking world was ending. And I don't really use Facebook besides keeping in touch with people I don't care to call. So, I mean, it helps me remember birthdays. I get to see what my family members that I don't really want to talk to on a daily basis is up to. So I'm not really the talking on the phone type. So I'm not going to fucking call you, but I'm going to like your Facebook post. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm kind of like one of those. Um, and <clears throat> do you think that, I think that it's gotten better because I know some people like they do stuff like doing it for the gram and stuff like that. Like I know chicks who literally do their hair and makeup and put on an outfit just to take a picture for Instagram. I do know a lot of people that did that. And Drake said that in the last album. He knows yeah. so many girls that did it. And that, that's kind of like a crazy phenomenon now. I don't know. I know girls that say, I don't even want to go out. I just want to look good and take pictures. Like, for what? <laughs> Why are you doing it? Do you think that... I would say Instagram in particular. And you actually, what did you say the true meaning and definition of Instagram was? I looked, I did look it up. And it's, it's I guess they try to merge the words of uh, the instant camera in a telegram. I okay. thought it was more so along the lines of like instant gratification, which means um, that, it is that I want it, yeah, I want it right here, right now. Right. Like, as, as far as that goes. But I guess they were trying to merge the instant cameras. Uh, you put up a picture in the telegram, you get to send it to people and you get to communicate back and forth. And I guess that's what their point was when they made it. But that then exploded into something totally, totally different now. Yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> I think that social media has contributed to a lot of like low self-esteem with people. Um, and kind of like the feeling of I'm not good enough or I'm not this or I'm not that because people are only posting like... You're only seeing that highlights. Yeah, you're only seeing highlights. You're only seeing and that. it's I think it's pretty sad. You know, I actually had to take a... Because I would go out and shit, and like if I didn't post a picture, you gonna have to wait until I take this selfie and post it, and then we can go out. And I was just like, yo, what the fuck am I doing? Like... After a while, I kind of realized that. And so now, like, I post maybe a picture once a month, once every two weeks. Or, you know, let's say, you know, an ex-flame is around. I'm like, oh, this nigga gonna see me. Then I'll post a picture. You know what I'm saying? Just There's shit like that. Whatever. I'm being honest. A lot of people do that shit. Whatever. Let me tell you something, though. You want to know how I knew I was posting too much? Oh. Is when I got the DM that, you know, changes a lot of women's lives. What is that? <laughs> so, you know, all right. What I'm going to have to show you this shit because this shit is wild. So, you know how, like, girls be going, like, on out-of-the-country trips? Uh -huh. And then, like, really got no real jobs? Okay. Okay. So, it is kind of like, I wouldn't say a secret society, but it's kind of like a lot of wealthy men who are foreigners. So somebody went to Dubai and got shitted on. Well, it wasn't Dubai, okay? But somebody went out of town and <laughs> but got shitted I got on. an invitation to go out the country for sexual favors. And <clears throat> I 
I was kind of, you know, I'm used to men propositioning me all the time. I'm a bartender. What the fuck? My titties are out normally if I'm bartending, ass is out if I'm bartending, whatever. But to actually like have this man who could barely speak English trying to use like a translate app in my DM to fly me out to somewhere for sex. He just kept saying sex, sex, sex or whatever. Like it was it definitely made me reevaluate the stuff I was posting and what I, you know, like, you know, how I looked when I was posting or this, that and a third. And I also feel like even like I had an issue with the ex relationship because like he didn't like a lot of stuff that I was posting, which I don't be posting shit that's crazy, but I've learned that some things should stay in your phone and not be on Instagram. Don't be showing everybody his goodies. Well, he's no longer in the pictures. Now look where that got me. Look where it got me. Okay. See, he was trying to coach you up. <laughs> but it's just crazy that people use, you know, this social media platform to just kind of, I feel like a lot of people are using it for sex now. Like people don't go out and meet at the bars and shit anymore. They meet online. Young boys, yeah. Exactly. I so in the DM. Um, so Q came up with this list. Um, it's a list of questions that, you know, basically will let you know whether you are addicted to social media or not. <laughs> yes. So would you like to go so over that? Do you spend a lot of time thinking about social media or planning to use social media? Just if like- the answer is yes. <laughs> you are addicted. You are addicted. Okay. All right. Do you feel usage, uh, usages to... Usages? I'm sorry. Urges. Urges. <laughs> Do you feel urges to use social media more and more, more and more every day. So like, oh, I got to check my phone. Yeah, you're sitting on the toilet. Let me check my phone. While I'm driving, let me check my phone. Before I go in here, let me check my phone. Let me clean my notifications. Yes. Okay. At least for me, guys. Do you use social media to forget about uh, personal problems? Hell fucking yeah. When these niggas start getting on my nerves, I get to scrolling. Next. Mm. Okay. Do you often (laughs) try to reduce your use of social media without success? Absolutely. Terrible. I know. Okay. Next one. <laughs> Do you become restless or troubled if you are unable to use social media? You bored all the time. You don't know what to do with yourself. Uh, you know, some people in 2018 can't just sit in a waiting room. No, everyone's on their phone. That's crazy. Yeah. You, yeah. you you're in an elevator with three other people. I'm not saying y'all gotta have a conversation, but you can't ride an elevator three floors up real quick without checking your phone? Um, are you asking me? Anybody. Or, oh, okay. I plead the fifth. Um, <laughs> and the last question was, do you use social media so much that it has had a negative impact on your job or studies? And you said yes. No, I'm going to say no to that. Were you or were you not late to work? Huh? Were you or were you not well, late to work? Listen, because you that was because in. my account was locked out. Hush it up. Are, are you on social there. media? Huh? Was you, were you using social media? I was trying to get was into because Facebook of social media? to see. It was so somebody I knew birthday. And I- <laughs> this, is affecting, this is affecting your life. Well, no. I mean, besides that one little incident, I don't really, because at work, I work, um, I'm in the healthcare profession, so... I can't have my phone on me while I'm actually at work because it's a sterile environment. But I do get restless and troubled if I can't text. Like, I'm a huge texter. 
like, do not call me unless it's like about business. You can text me. Ask yourself, is this textable? And then text me. I that's just what I do. But you know, a lot of things can get misconstrued through text. People people misunderstand my text all the time just because I text how I talk. So I may be saying things very nonchalant, but it comes off as aggression. A lot of people think that I'm like, so no, call me. Call me all the time because I don't understand sometimes. Okay. Well, (laughs) nah. I don't like I don't like calling. I don't like hearing people's voices. I don't like to talk to people on the phone. I could do this, you know, on a mic, but don't fucking call me. Like text me, email me, telegram, send a bird, um, you know, whatever. Mail me something. Do not call me. I can't stand that. What you're telling the audience is the best way to get in contact with Tiffany is hit it in a DM. No, I stopped checking my DMs, actually. It's just been absurd. Unless I know you, I'm not going to respond. Like, they're just... my. When I came back from Vegas, and after I was done posting those pictures, like, my DMs took up a whole page. And that's when I was like, I'm not answering all this shit. Like, I'm not. So, don't... Just don't contact me that way. <laughs> you could contact... Did you do the email again? I did. Okay, so it's sex on the rocks. What an X. Okay, so um, guys, we do have an email if you want to, you know, write in or, you know, comment, have some questions, whatever. I don't think I really want to do the Q&A on this podcast because I feel like I'm not an expert and, you know, you need to seek real advice because I'm going to tell you some bullshit. But (laughs) if you would like to (laughs) call in, not call in, if you like to write in email, um, you can contact us. Contact us on Sex on the Rocks, S E X O N T H E. Rocks is spelled R O X at gmail.com. Um, so, what you can expect from this podcast is we want to have a safe space for open and honest conversations. Um, this is just how I see the world, this is just how Q sees the world. Um, we want to just kind of change and talk about the stereotypes um, just in, I would say the black community and, you know, black professionalism. I have a career outside of this, outside of bartending. Um, So does Q. We go through the same bullshit you guys go to. um, And we just kind of want to create somewhere, I guess a platform, if you will, because we're definitely going to have some people come in, some interesting people to come tell their stories. Um, I want to get into history. My main agenda is to kind of help, not kind of, is to, you know, I'm a black woman. I want to help my people as much as I can. And that starts by knowledge. And that starts by getting over a lot of things that break down the black community. Um, such as the black family and, you know, finances and et cetera, et cetera. Um, what about you, Q? I'm definitely here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm definitely here to pretty much help guide the, the youth. <laughs> <laughs> no, not guide the youth, but like I said, I'm an ex-teacher uh, or one day I'll be, we'll be in a classroom again, but I'm here to help people learn how to transition from that college to career Transition. Okay. Okay. All while having proper dis- dick disbursement as well. Well, then, <laughs> just nice add on there. Again, ladies, this is for you. I will be having my proper pussy management talk. Um, I might probably do like a segment each 
uh, week. Um, we're aiming to record this and have this out for you guys every Tuesday. Um, I have a life. Q has a life. But that's <laughs> what we're sticking with right now. Um, and we're trying to go ahead and get this on all the major platforms. Um, it's going to get better as it keeps going. We're still kind of getting our feet wet. This is kind of new um, to both of us. Um, we got actual studio this time, guys. I know I'm getting real fancy. Um, <laughs> and I'm just so excited um, for the future. We're going to be promoting events. We're in Raleigh, North Carolina. I know a lot of the people that listened to my show before was in New York. I don't know how that I mean, I'm from Jersey, but I don't know how that happened. But I'll take whatever. But um, <laughs> wherever you are. Um, yeah, we're going to be promoting a lot of events. Like I said, I'm going to be interviewing a lot of people. Um, side note, I have a porn star that I'm trying to get on here. And I'm super fucking excited. That is going to be a very nice episode. Okay? I'm going to have to pray about it. No, I'm going to need a letter of recommendation. Letter of recommendation. Okay. Well, we know (laughs) where his mind is. (laughs) All right. um, Do you want to plug your social media? Yeah, y'all can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Facebook, all of that. It's Quentin Quazy. uh, Q-U-I-N-T-I-N-Q-U-W-A-Z-Z-Y. Okay, and this is T, Tiffany, or BB. I might go by BB. I don't know. I don't look like a BB, though, right? No, No, I don't. We'll see. Um, Don't follow me on anything else except for Instagram. Thanks. Um, (laughs) It's brown, B-R-O-W-N dot bombshell. And bombshell is B-0-M-B. Um, S-H-E-L-L. I never actually plugged my social media on a show. So this should be interesting. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. And until next time, what are we going to say? Peace? Peace out. Uh, We're going to have to work on this outro. Thank you guys. Bye.